Hey, it's Drex from This Week Health Cyber and Risk Community, and I want to invite you to our next webinar. It's going to focus on what else? Defending health data. I'll be chatting with experts from Rubrik and Microsoft. Register right now at thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. That's all one string, R-U-B-R-I-K webinar, thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. See you online soon. Today in health IT, multimodal large language models in healthcare. We're going to take a look at what's coming next. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels and events dedicated to leveraging the power of community to propel healthcare forward. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders, SureTest, Artisite, Parlance, Certify Health, Notable, and ServiceNow. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. If you get a chance, share this podcast with a friend or colleague. Use it as a foundation for daily or weekly discussions on topics that are relevant to you and the industry. They can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, as you know, we've partnered with Alex's Lemonade Stand to raise money and awareness for childhood cancer. And we set a goal of $50,000 for this year, and we have exceeded that goal. We still would love to exceed it even further. We ask you to join us. Hit our website in the top right-hand column. You're going to see a logo for the Lemonade Stand. Click on that to give today. We believe in the generosity of our community, and we thank you in advance. All right, one last thing. This Thursday, 1 o'clock Eastern Time, we have a webinar that is really a can't-miss webinar. It is on our AI journey so far, and we have uh, Michael Pfeffer, with Stanford, we have Brent Lamb with UNC, North Carolina, and we have Christopher Longhurst with UCSD. And we're going to talk about where we are in our AI journey this far. If you haven't had a chance, go ahead and hit our website, top right-hand column again, just underneath the Lemonade Stand logo, you're going to see the image for the webinar. Go ahead and click to sign up today. We look forward to seeing you there. All right, today I'm going to talk about multimodal large language models. I talked a little bit about this last week in terms of the the AI hype cycle and the the curve that uh, exists for AI and the things that are going on. And this is one of the technologies we talked about. I found a great article. It's uh, themedicalfuturist.com, and the title is "Why It's Important to Understand Multimodal Large Language Models in Healthcare." Really well done articles, September 5th, 2023. And let me give you a little of what it says. Medical AI can't interpret complex cases yet. We talked about this yesterday. The arrival of multimodal large language models will start the real revolution in real assistance. Okay, so I like this article because they give you a couple of key takeaways. The development of, of multimodal large language models, MLLMs, is crucial for the future of medicine as they can process and interpret multiple types of data simultaneously. Unlike current unimodal AI systems, this will enable comprehensive analysis in medicine, facilitate communication between healthcare providers and patients speaking different languages, and serve as a central hub for various unimodal AI applications in hospitals. When you think about it, this is almost like having a single person who's a specialist or a team approach to medicine. And multimodal large language models take a bunch of different models, bring them together, and give you the ability to interact with it in one way and have it process based on who's the expert, sort of dish it out 
and understand who's the expert, who's going to supply the information. So you can have an AI model, a large language model that's trained on medical coding. You could have one that's trained on medical diagnosis. You could have one that's trained on drug-drug interactions. I mean, you get the picture. We could have trained models in a lot of different areas. We interact with one. It decides what part of the brain is going to provide the best resource. Again, this is a really good article. I'm going to give you a little bit more. Here's another key takeaway. While the public debut of large language models like ChatGPT has been a resounding success, current AI systems lack the capability to process multiple types of data, making them inadequate for the multimodal nature of medicine. The transition to MLLMs will be necessary to substantially reduce the workload of healthcare professionals. Their final takeaway, the journey is challenging but necessary to move medical AI from being a calculator to matching the supercomputers we call doctors. Okay, so let me give you uh, a little bit of the article itself. The future of medicine is undoubtedly inextricably linked to the development of artificial intelligence. Although this revolution has been brewing for years, the past few months marked a major change as algorithms finally moved out of the specialized labs and into our daily lives. The public debut of large language models like ChatGPT, which became the fastest growing consumer application. You got the picture. We've talked about this many times. Large language models will soon find their way into everyday clinical settings simply because global shortages of healthcare professionals is becoming dire and AI will lend a hand with tasks that do not require skilled medical professionals. But before this can happen, before we can have sufficiently robust regulatory framework in place, we are already seeing how this new technology is being used in everyday life. To better understand what lies ahead, let's explore another key concept that will play a significant role in the transformation of medicine, multimodality. Doctors and nurses are supercomputers, medical AI's calculator. A multimodal system can process and interpret multiple types of input data, such as text, images, audio, video, simultaneously. Current medical AI only processes one type of data, for example, text or x-ray images. However, medicine by nature is multimodal as are humans. To diagnose and treat a patient, a healthcare professional listens to the patient, reads their health files, looks at medical images and interprets laboratory results. This is far beyond what any AI is capable of today. The difference between the two can be likened to, and they give you some different analogies. At the moment, large language models like ChatGPT4 are unimodal, meaning that they can only analyze text, although GPT4 has been described as able to analyze images as well. For now, it can only do so via an API. From the medical futurist perspective, it's clear that multimodal LLMs will arrive soon. Otherwise, AI won't be able to significantly contribute to multimodal nature of medicine and medical care. So they go into the future. AI will handle multiple types of content from images to audio, text analysis, image analysis, sound, video, complex document analysis. It's going to bridge language barriers. An MLLM, uh, MLLM will easily facilitate communications between healthcare providers and patients who speak different languages. They can input, it can process, it can then output in the appropriate language, including the grade level and those kind of, kind of things. Finally, the arrival of interoperability can connect the, and harmonize various hospital systems. An MLLM could serve as a central hub that facilitates access to various unimodal AIs. That's what I was talking about earlier. Single interface, single human language interface that instructs and harnesses the power of unimodal AIs, various 
used around the hospital. They, you could be one in radiology, one in insurance handling, one in electronic medical records. And essentially you will have all of that being controlled by one. Let me give you the end of this article. The significant step will be when MLLMs eventually become capable of understanding the language and format of all these software applications and help people communicate with them. An average doctor will then be able to easily work with radi radiology radiological AI software, the AI software managing the EMRs, and the fourth and eighth, et cetera, AI used in the hospital. This potential is very important because such a breakthrough won't come about in any other way. No single company will come up with such software because they don't have access to the AI data developed by individual companies. The MLLM, however, will be able to communicate with these systems individually and as a central hub will provide a tool of immense importance to doctors. The transition from unimodal to multimodal AI is a necessary step to fully harness the potential of AI in medicine. Again, really interesting article, really interesting concept. I keep coming back to this, first of all, because we have the webinar this week on AI. So I'm doing a lot of research on where AI is in medicine. The Medical Futurist is a great resource for that. They publish a lot of articles focusing in on what the future of technology is in healthcare. I like this concept. The so what for us is to, whenever you're putting together an architecture, it's important to have an idea of what it looks like at the end, right? If you are going to build a house, it's important to have a an image, a vision of what it's going to going to look like at the end. You don't start by saying, well, let's, Let's, let's put some plumbing together. Let's put some electricity together. Let's put some concrete together. And let's, let's put that down and then let's see where we're at and then we'll build from there. That's a bad way to do architecture. So what I'm suggesting is it's important to look at all these different AI concepts and try to determine what it will look like when it's done, how your organization will function. And what I'm envisioning is that you will have a lot of unimodal AI systems throughout. You'll have one in your EHR, you'll have one in your imaging platform, you'll have one, as we talked about earlier, one in your, your coding, one in your insurance, you have one in, in the 800 applications you're using, you might have a single unimodal LLM that is able to really understand that data. Let's assume there are 800 of them. What you're going to want is one master. And that one master is going to be able to take the input and then interact with the various systems. When you think about that and how powerful that's going to be, essentially sitting from your desk, you're going to be able to access all the patient information. You're going to be able to access all the insurance data. You're going to be able to access all the coding data. And you're going to be able to do that with natural language. And it's going to respond in a way and interact with those systems in a way that it can create the discrete data in all of those elements and all of those systems. So I think it's important for an architecture standpoint to understand where this is going and to try to design intelligent design around where this is going and what it's going to look like. All right, that's all for today. Don't forget to share this podcast with a friend or colleague. And we want to thank our channel sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. SureTest, Artisite, Parlance, Certify Health, Notable, and ServiceNow. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.